Analytics. This is Jörn from StartupRate.io again together with Gareth. We do bring you today another interview of the RegTech event on the 20th February at Tech Quartier here in lovely Frankfurt. How are you doing, man? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. So uh, I just talked to uh, Dr. Franklin Allen and he is a really interesting guy. Very well spoken, very articulate about what he has to say. And he's the direct executive director of Brevin Howard Center at Imperial College London. And as we all know, Imperial College London is, they claim to be the MIT of England or of, or of the UK. Dr. Allen talked about the Brexit and uh, its impact. But in general, his mood was more about, okay, let's wait and see. It's too soon to say. And yes, I mean, he, he did really think that it's too soon to say about what regulations are going to come out of this uh, Brexit affair. For me personally, when we just listened to the interview was very interesting because he was a very polite, very smart person who was circumventing most of your questions in a very <laughs> yeah. polite, very diplomatic way. So that that's a picture book example of how to do it. Guys, listen to it. You can really learn something from this person here. And um, what else was he talking about? You know what? I would rather let him do the talking because whatever I say cannot really do justice to what he actually said. So let's go ahead and listen to the interview. Enjoy, guys. So we are back, and this time it's with Dr. Franklin Allen. He is from the Imperial College London, and he's the executive director of Brevin Howard Center. Dr. Allen, could you tell us more about the uh, Brevin Howard Center? Brevin Howard Center for Financial Analysis was founded with a very generous gift of £20.1 million from Brevin Howard, whose founder, Alan Howard, was an alumnus of Imperial College. What our brief is, is to try and raise the debate about things like financial regulation and other aspects of the financial crisis and avoiding financial crisis going forward in Europe and globally. And so we've had a number of uh, conferences and so forth on financial regulation, on uh, central bank policy and those kinds of things. Our other big aim is to try and lift the finance department and through that the business school to the same kinds of levels as the rest of the Imperial College London, which is often ranked as a top 10 or top 15 university in the world. And so that, that's what we've been trying to do is to try and improve both the level of debate about finance and financial regulation and also the teaching and research on finance in the UK and globally. Thank you. Your your talk was related to the Brexit and the potentials, potential problems and maybe solutions and what, what could be the impact on financial technology and regulatory technology originating from the from Brexit. Would you, uh, could you maybe summarize your, your thoughts on this? So I should perhaps start by saying that I voted Remain, I, I believe strongly in the EU project. Unfortunately, the vote went the other way. I guess my view is that this is not a good thing, but it's not a disaster either. I think there are upsides from Brexit potentially, and there are a number of things that could be positive. And, and indeed, so far, what we've seen is that the predictions that the Remainers made about 
very serious recessions and so forth haven't come true. And in fact, UK has been one of the best performing large economies in the world. Whether that'll continue, we'll see. But my own view is that the Brexit does have some upsides potentially. It also has some downsides. I, I think the downsides are limited because in today's world, it's very difficult with fintech and regtech to regulate location. And I think Brexit is ultimately about location. The main industry in, in Britain is services and financial services are a large part of that. And the problem with financial services from the regulatory perspective is it's very difficult to know where is the location of a financial service. If it's done electronically over the internet or whatever, is it the location of the server, the location of the memory, if it's cloud computing and it's in several countries, what exactly is the regulatory Location and I, and I think this is something where the three issues that we talked about today will come together. And the real problem for regulators is, give me a rule, and as an innovator, I'll then explain to the businesses how I can get around it. And fintech and regtech make that much easier than it used to be. So I, my own view is, I think there will be some effects. But for financial services, these will be relatively limited. London will remain one of the two most important financial centers in the world for some time to come. And it's going to be very difficult for the EU to negotiate, even if it wanted to. It may well be in the end that the deal that's done is, is, is a relatively friendly one and benefits everybody all around. But even if it's one that's acrimonious, where the EU side, the EU27, take a negative view and want to punish Britain, I think they're going to find it difficult to do because fintech and regtech change the rules of the game. Do you, do you see any new regulatory bodies being set up as a result of the Brexit? And what type of new regulations for uh, financial services industry do you see coming up? Uh, due to this whole uh, Brexit thing? So I think that there may be some minor changes to the regulatory framework within the EU. I, I don't think there'll be much outside the EU in terms of new, new bodies. I, I think the main thing that the countries that remain in the EU, the EU27, or however many it is as we go forward, I think they'll try and affect the location of firms, so they'll try and get clearing and banks and other things to move people into Eurozone locations. But I think it's going to be very difficult to do that because, as I said, where exactly a, a financial services transaction takes place is not a simple question. If it's done electronically with computers that have part of them in one country, other parts in another, and operators in third and fourth countries and so forth. Now, I'd like to bring the conversation back to Imperial College London. Imperial College London is sort of like the uh, MIT of the UK. Uh, what are there, are there, is there like an incubator there that you have for fintech companies and uh, 
if people are interested in learning more about what opportunities are there to learn more about fintech and uh, technology and finance the combination of these two at Imperial College London where can they find out more about it so Imperial College London is a is a wonderful stem which is science technology engineering and mathematics university it's one of the best in the world for those subjects and we do have a lot of expertise in fintech and these other subjects we have a center to, for di- digital finance run by my colleague uh, andre kirilenko and if people want to find out more about what we do i suggest they put in imperial college london business school and then put in fintech and then that center and its activities will come up on the screen we have a number of conferences each year and i think we developing a research program and so this is an area that we we intend to pursue especially given the fact that london is such an important center arguably the most important center in the world for fintech okay thank you with that i'd like to conclude this interview thank you very much for your time or i would urge my listeners to go ahead and to find out more information about imperial college london and uh, dr allen's views on the brexit thank you